This episode of All You Need to Know is brought to you by Union Bank of India. Good people to bank with. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 2nd of November. In the top story, the Fed kept interest rates unchanged as expected and as expected, the commentary on future policy action was what got the most attention. The Fed signaled that a run-up in long-term bond yields reduces the urgency or the need to raise interest rates again. That led to the thinking that the Fed could well be done with its interest rate hiking regime, but it isn't exactly a given. Jerome Powell, in his statement, left the door open to another hike to tame inflation, while Powell indicated policymakers could in fact raise interest rates when they meet next month, he also allowed that officials may be done with their tightening campaign. He said that he wasn't yet confident to judge whether monetary policy was restrictive enough to bring inflation back to the Fed's 2% target. Treasury yields dropped sharply, but it wasn't just because of the Fed action. The 10-year benchmark shared as much as 20 basis points in a move initially triggered by the Treasury's plans to slow the pace of increases in its long-term debt sales. That's according to a Bloomberg report. The Treasury said that it will sell $112 billion of long-term securities at its quarterly refunding auctions next week, which is slightly less than major dealers expected. Elsewhere in the world, the Bank of England is expected to hold rates for a second consecutive meeting. In earnings, Tata Steel reported a surprise net loss in the second quarter because of a one-time charge on its UK operations. The net loss stood at 6,511 crore rupees, and that compares with the consensus estimate of a profit of 440.7 crore rupees. The company took a hit of 12,560 crore rupees on account of restructuring of its UK and mainland Europe steel operations. The investment write-down comes after Tata Steel Europe assessed the potential impact of the economic downturn in Europe caused by external factors, including higher inflation, rising rates and supply chain disruption caused by the war in Ukraine. The company also considered likely investments required for decarbonisation of its UK operations driven by regulatory changes. If you remember the recent headlines, the restructuring costs factor in a proposal to invest in the state-of-the-art electric arc steel-making furnace at the Port Talbot site with a capital cost of £1.25 billion sterling, inclusive of a grant from the UK government of up to £500 million. We'll be discussing the results in a lot of detail and in fact also the restructuring on the platform, so do check out the website for more details. In other news, a total income tax returns filed for assessment year 23-24 till October 31st has touched a record high of 7.65 crore and that's nearly 12% higher than the same period last year, according to the Central Board of Direct Taxes. Now, the Economic Times has reported that India and the UK are likely to finalise a new agreement which will allow airlines to deploy more flights between London's Heathrow Airport and the Delhi and Mumbai airports. The report said that the new agreement will increase the quota of flights between the two Indian cities to London from 56 currently to 70 per week. In other news, global research firm Kantar has said that 
It is seeing the start of a turnaround in the fast-moving consumer goods sector after demand for daily groceries and essentials increased 7.2% year-on-year in the September quarter. Sales volume in rural markets went up 6.2% and in cities by 8.4% from a year earlier, according to data from the research firm. Now turning to international markets, U.S. stocks rose as traders and investors cheered the possibility that the Fed may just be done with its interest rate hiking drive. The Dow rose 0.7% while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq climbed one and 1.6% respectively. And it's a very strong start for the Asia-Pacific region as well, with all three early rises with gains of over 1%. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Neeraj, lots to unpack this morning. Monetary policy in the US, falling treasury yields and of course earnings. What could have the most bearing on the markets though? Good morning, Alex. Well, um, you have to agree that Powell's peak spurred sentiment in equities. Uh, the fact that uh, Jerome Powell did mention that they have to think uh, a lot. I mean, his, his statement that the question we are asking, should we hike more? And the slowing down is giving us, I think, a better sense of how much more we need to do. If we need to do more, has led people to believe maybe that uh, the Fed is done with hiking. It's showed in the yields, as you mentioned. It's showing in Asian markets as they've risen. And I think it will show in the way that you have to admit that Indian markets had some positive cues yesterday as well. But it's not that we made the most of it. For the week, by the way, the US markets have had a pretty good pretty good run, uh, you have to admit, to two, two and a half, three percent for the Dow, the S&P and the Nasdaq. But the Nifty has been relatively subdued. Having said that, there are a lot of specific pockets that one needs to watch out for in the session today or over the next few days, maybe, uh, because while the index has been flattish, a clutch of stocks are, are doing what they do best. Real estate, the last five days as an index has gone up 8%. It's on a tear, even if it takes a breather. I think it's a pocket that if you've not traded in, you've missed out. Two-wheeler monthly data and the margin reportage is looking very strong and may work in favor of the bulls. So that's to be watched out for as well. Look at the margin performance from Hero Motor Corp. Look at the monthly data for Bajaj Auto. There's some pleasant surprises there. Then in terms of other stocks to watch, I'll start off with the bad news first. Tata Steel, an impairment yet again, which is leading to a reported loss of 6,500 crores. I think the con call or the interview from the management would be very important to understand the nature of this and the possibility of, if not a recurrence, then spillover effects of this on the other quarters. Until then, difficult to say uh, too much, but suffice to say that this should bring out a bit of a corrective move in the stock. I'll be really surprised if it doesn't. GMDC is the other one, which had a bit of a tepid quarter. Uh, actually, a, a bit of a tepid is a bit of an understatement. Revenue is down 30%. Margins correct from 31.7% to 13.8%. Pat down 50% to 74 crores versus 151 crores. Not a great quarter. Sigma SGS is the other one, and we'll be talking to the management early on. Revenue is up 52%, but margins come off rapidly. 7% versus 10%. And that's a bit of a bummer. At just up about 7.8%. I reckon that this stock, expensive as it is, on this margin reportage, could see a bit of a corrective move as well. Um, the consumption names, Goodrich Consumer, revenues were um, in line with estimates. 
margins were in line with estimates at marginally lower than what were actually quite a bit lower than what was anticipated 433 versus expectations of 472 so the small chink in the armor for gcpl there britannia uh, revenues were maybe slightly lower than estimated but margin performance much much better than estimated and and reported last quarter as a result of which the bottom line numbers also look better than estimated will the street reward margin performance or will the street punish the revenue miss marginal miss as it is remains to be seen hiromoto corp i thought was decent revenues did better margin did better pat therefore much better i think the brokerages the early notes that i've read are all positive should do well it was a doing well jk tire has had a good run too though the revenues were slightly lower but exceptional margin performance 15.1 percent versus eight percent and the estimated was 13.6 as a result of which a profit beat as well in a meaningful way i think the stock will get rewarded um, small stock responsive industries revenues were 10 percent or thereabouts but nearly a 4x jump in margins to 22.8 versus 5.7 percent as a result of which i think a net profit versus a loss in the corresponding quarter again may get rewarded but broadly um, we've been in this subdued range five percent off from the highs for a bit can this fed meets peak change that meaningfully or will we get drowned under uh, the noise of weakness that is around remains to be seen i would suspect that today may be a slightly different day than the others in this week let's see if it turns out to be true with this it's back to you alex thanks neeraj and as always thank you all for listening in don't forget to check out the website and in fact the social media platforms over the course of the day for all the live action in markets business and everything else this is alex matthew signing off have a great day this episode of All You Need to Know is brought to you by Union Bank of India. Good people to bank with.